when you are uncomfortable and you have moments of being uncomfortable, it's usually a sign that you are on the right track. If everything stays the same constantly for years and you're friends with the same people from high school, the same people on the cul-de-sac, the same people, you never ruffle feathers, you play it safe, you are probably living a mediocre life. Hey, it's Emily here, and I am so grateful for you tuning in to this episode. From building and maintaining a nine-figure sales organization to speaking around the globe and now creating the It's Emily Lifestyle blog, thank you for being a part of my journey. My mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the skills, the encouragement, the tactical strategies, and inspiring stories while we continue to become purposeful entrepreneurs and leaving a positive impact in each other's lives as we're called to do so. So with that being said, it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. So let's dive in. Today we are talking all about the hashtag haters. And when I say haters, I mean the people that They could publicly hate on you, maybe on your Instagram post. Maybe it's family members that are hating on your business opportunity that you're so excited about. Maybe it's people at the office. Who knows, right? Maybe maybe they haven't even abruptly said and made fun of you of your business and what you do, but you just know, right? You just know when someone is really supporting you or they're not. Maybe it's a group of your girlfriends where, you know, one of them told you that they're gossiping about you. I don't even know, but I do know this is that on the road to success, when you decide to put yourself on the list, when you decide to make a better life, when you decide to play a big life. And when I mean big, I don't just mean that by how much money you make. I mean, living out loud, showing who you are, making reels on social media, right? Like when you decide to really put yourself out there, you're going to naturally get people in one of two camps. They're either going to love it, they're gonna appreciate everything you're putting out there and helping them, or they're going to probably not like it, be a little insecure, jealous, and they'll find a way to make themselves feel better by trying to, you know, critique you or poke fun at you or whatever. That's usually like how it goes, okay? And this question came in from V in Minneapolis. She asked, Emily, how do you handle haters or people that stab you in the back? So today I'm really gonna discuss and digest the hater topic with y'all. Um, and I'll, I'll just say this about people that stab you in the back. People that stab you in the back don't deserve to be in your life. You know, if they really stab you in the back and then apologize, they can earn their way back into your life. But what I've learned in my personal development journey is that people that are willing to cause you pain or do something wrong to you. They just don't deserve to be in your life anymore. So I'm handing you the scissors right now and I'm allowing you to cut them off. (laughs) Even if it's your family, you can love from a distance. 
You absolutely can. Okay? Um, it's called setting healthy boundaries. Because somebody who stabbed you in the back and who does it repeatedly, they're only going to lower your frequency and they're only going to cause more drama in your life, which is going to take you away from living in a state of gratitude. It's going to take you away from focusing on positive things and there's just no time for it. So that's my simple answer right now is that I just do not allow people to be in my life that have stabbed me in the back. And I do believe though that people can grow, they can change, they can heal, they can get saved. And if that's the case, then step by step, I might allow them back in my life if I see a huge change and if they're is a conversation about it. You know, we're adults here. You got to have conversations. But how do I handle the haters? Okay. You know, here's the thing. I think this is a great opportunity when you have a hater, right, to to check in with yourself, right? Because it really triggers emotion. For me, I'm sure for you, like it triggers all kinds of emotions that we sometimes don't know how to deal with. Maybe you don't like the emotions it triggers. It can make you sad. It can make you angry. It can make you insecure. You know, some of us are cursed with a natural desire to please everyone. You're just cursed with it. And I am not one of those people, okay? But a lot of people that I mentor, they are. They are people pleasers. And you want to please everyone with your personal and professional choices. And whether it be someone you fell in love with and maybe people don't agree with it or a business choice like you just want people to approve of your choices and I've realized an important lesson in life and that is no matter what you do people will always criticize your actions when you try to achieve success I will tell you that over and over and over and over again especially people that are living in their comfort zones. Because the minute that you start to play a bigger life, you put yourself out there, you're on a mission, you're changing your day-to-day life, you're going to conferences, they're saying, oh my gosh, he or she is leaving me. They're, they're no longer gonna play with me on the couch and want net, no, watch Netflix all weekend, right? They're no longer gonna complain about their husband. And, and sit and go with me out for cocktails and just sit and complain about how miserable our lives are together. Like, th- she's leaving me. That's a lot of times what people think, right? And the quicker you realize and embrace that no matter what you do, people will always criticize your actions, okay? The quicker you realize this, the better you're going to be. Here's the thing. If everyone is happy with what you do, you probably aren't stretching yourself enough. You're probably not. You're not making bold decisions or placing big bets that are truly required to excel and reach new levels of excellence in your life, in your health. It just is what it is. So embrace the criticism. Uncomfortable moments are usually a sign that you're on the right track. I'll say that again. When you are uncomfortable and you have moments of being uncomfortable, it's usually a sign that you are on the right track. 
if everything stays the same constantly for years and you're friends with the same people from high school, the same people on the cul-de-sac, the same people, you never ruffle feathers, you play it safe, you are probably living a mediocre life. Maybe that's good for you, but I'm willing to bet if you are one of my friends and a listener, that's not what you want. You wanna grow, you wanna create change, you wanna build something significant. So the next time someone criticizes your choices, I want you to ask yourself this. Ask yourself, am I being true to my personal mission and my values? Am I being true to me? Am I being true to my calling? Am I being true to what I want in life? Am I being true to what I believe in? And if the answer is yes, smile for me. Smile for me right now because you're doing the right thing. And by you doing the right thing and following the call on your life, it is nobody else's opinion of what you're doing because that calling wasn't placed on their life and you are being obedient to what you're supposed to be doing. Make criticism your fuel. I want you to make it your fuel, not your kryptonite, okay? It's all how you frame it. You know, if someone says to you, you aren't smart enough, tell yourself, I can't wait to prove them wrong. You know, if you started a new business and someone says, well, only the people at the top make the most money and, oh, I have friends that tried that before. They never went anywhere with it. Tell yourself, literally, I cannot wait to prove you wrong. That's what I told myself over and over again in the beginning of me joining network marketing. Because of course, there was a handful of people that tried things in the 90s, right? Uh, you know, when, when this type of business model was a bit archaic, they tried things and they would say, oh, good for you. And I could just tell, I could just tell that they weren't a supporter in what I was doing. But here's the thing, negative feedback can either be the anchor you drag through the desert or the wind beneath your sail. And that is the truth, okay? So anytime people have looked at me and thought, oh my gosh, is she really gonna do that? Or they've commented on things, right, on social media, I've always used it as fuel and it's all about how you think about it. And always remember, they don't make statues of critics. Sally from God knows where, okay? No offense if your name's Sally, I'm just using this name, okay? That's complaining and blaming and justifying and is behind a keyboard, madly writing away about you showing your stomach or you dancing on a reel or you creating something epic or, or whatever. They're never gonna make a statue of her. They make statues of the dreamers, the ones who take chances, the ones who dare to speak their mind, the ones who dare to rock the boat. Think about it. The revolutionaries who made an impact, who changed the rules in our society, who ended wars, who fought for our freedom, they were the crazy ones. 
They absolutely were the crazy ones. They had to listen to naysayers and absorb the criticism. And they let that be their fuel, not their kryptonite. When I started as an entrepreneur, there were so many people that were like, what are you doing? This isn't gonna work. Oh yeah, I know so-and-so, they did a couple in-home parties. And instead, I reframed it over and over and over again. And the day that I stepped on stage at the age of 26, earning my first seven figures in this business, was one of the best days of my life. And not because of the money, because it was pivotal. And I was like, huh, if I would have listened to the small minds, if I would have listened to the people who aren't dreamers, if I would have listened to the critics, I would not be on this stage and I would not be an example of what other people can achieve if I would have listened to them. And eventually a lot of people wanted to join me. And it's funny how people can critique you and make fun of you and then suddenly 10 years later you can be their inspiration and then they're praising you. And your picture is on walls of your corporate head office, right? And I just tell you that because this is real and this podcast is all about being real and this is the stuff that I have gone through. What else I do when there's haters? I take it as a compliment. I really do. Because here's the thing, you're gonna inspire envy and criticism if you're super successful at what you do. If you're confident, if you walk a certain way, if you're polished, if you have both men and women that admire you, if you make an impact, if people talk about what you've done for them, people will envy you, people will criticize you. That's just par for the course. Criticism is the best proof that you're bound to be wildly successful. I've learned early on that the more people badmouth you, the more jealous they are. And, you know, in the beginning of what I do now and stepping out and living out life out loud and doing network marketing, there was a group of friends that I went to high school with and everybody went on and did different things. Some are nurses, some are, um, you know, they work a lot in the medical field, pharmacists, stay-at-home moms, like everybody does different things. But I know when I started to really live out loud and build something epic and create momentum, the group would like sometimes get together and a lot of times I wasn't invited anymore. And and then one of them told me, oh, yeah, like a lot of them kind of have a problem with what you do, even though I remember it vividly. One of the girls wanted to meet with me individually for coffee because she wanted to like join me in my business and learn about it. And she's like, everybody else is just, you know, they're, they're just kind of saying certain things about, you know, what you're doing now. And what I realized is they were jealous. They were jealous of me taking trips, you know, during the Midwest winters, leaving town. They were jealous of me at business conferences. They were jealous because they signed up for something that was consistent in their life, a, a job, if you will. And, you know, it, it was pretty like non-exciting if we're gonna just say it like it is. 
and not that there's anything wrong with what they were doing, and I always supported what they were doing, it's just they were naturally jealous because I chose a different route. And people a lot of times are jealous of what you're doing and they'll never admit it to you, okay? But especially women, they can get jealous of it. The confidence you have, I said it before, they're either gonna be inspired by you or jealous of you. So just take it as a compliment, okay? What else you can do? When, you know, when someone says how they feel, okay, if they comment something negative on one of your posts, okay, usually it's gonna be on social media. A lot of times people just do not have the courage to say to your face what they would on social media. But when someone comments something, it reflects how that person feels. Okay, if someone offends me, which honestly is hard for me to be offended, but if they do, my first response is to ask myself, what is this person going through? Why do they need to say something like that to feel better? And I just kind of sit with this for a minute, okay? And then I get over it. The second thing you could do is you could troll back. If a troll says something funny, I'll throw a joke back. It's kind of funny because usually it becomes a conversation piece and and honestly, it ups the engagement. If I feel like it, okay, I'll I'll do that, okay? Um, But otherwise, if I do a negative comment back, I really think that I'm losing then because now I'm feeding it. So I might joke back, I might delete it, right? But you gotta remember these are just internet trolls because I'm willing to bet that one of these trolls would never say this to your face. And if they would, I I don't know. I just don't even think you should allow that kind of energy in your life. And you need to just move on. Your mission is too great to have the opinion of, you know, a couple percent of of the world that, that's gonna chime in and say something negative. Okay. So that's what I would do with trolling and people that troll. Honestly. I think like if you're on in a good mood and someone writes something, I just delete and block it if you're not into it. And a lot of times you can go to their account and you'll see that they never post. It's a fake account. Like there's no need to continue that conversation. So just move on so quickly and you'll forget about it. Okay. Or they might say something in the DMs. You don't have to answer all your DMs. I'm just giving you permission here, okay? And, and if someone hates on you in person and maybe they're engaging with you and they're like, you know, saying kind of negative comments about what you do, I would ask questions back. Like if, if you are involved in network marketing and they're asking you all kinds of questions about the business you're involved in, but it's super negative and they're totally mean about it, you know, I would just politely say, this obviously is not the type of business for you and I love what I do and we can agree to disagree. And I would move on and that's not someone you would ever want to enroll in your business, that would be a project. (laughs) 
Okay. But they could be hating on you because you're so motivated, so beautiful. Your energy has shifted and maybe they're in a really dark spot. And so I know that you just need to then kill them with kindness. Okay. Like really love on them. And I know it's easier said than done, but worrying or retaliating against your haters makes you bitter. It's so easy to be resentful and feel justified, but don't. Instead, make a list of the haters you don't like. Wish each one well by name. This is a great practice you can do. Wish them well and practice sincerely forgiving them. Okay, if you have people that you don't like, speak kindly about them to others. Even go out of your way to help them. In time, this breaks down many barriers. Even if it doesn't, the effect on you will be resounding. It will heal a part of you. Okay, you got to know that, you know, some people will be jealous of your success and wish you ill will. Others will look at you as an inspiration, but never, ever, ever let haters bring you down. Be a shining light and live so large so others can see it's possible. And if you feel ill against other people, I really, I really want to encourage you to be the bigger person and to send people love and move on because this is just no way to live. And I feel like it totally bogs down your energy. It absolutely does. Remember that successful people don't need to put others down. This is something I have really, 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 really practiced in my personal development. And though I may not agree with some people, they may not be my vibe. I'm not into what they do. I do not have the time, the space, the heart to talk shit about them. Anyone. And I think about it, what is the upside of talking poorly about someone? Happy, successful people do not waste their time saying negative things about others. They don't. I don't. Why would I? Now, I empathize whenever I see negative comments about others or me. Thank God, very rarely do do I. Because I know people are suffering in pain. The person that wrote that. We're in just this weird time right now where everybody just feels like they can say whatever. But I will tell you, I work very, very, very hard to not talk crap about other people even if they've done me wrong even if I know they've said things about me there's no space for it I wish them well in whatever they do and if they're not somebody that I'm delighted to see I unfollow them and I move on and they may come up in conversation maybe we're in a similar space and that's great but I'm not going to sit and stir the pot and talk bad about people because I'm only going to attract more of that into my life. And this is just living consciously. And the more that you 
don't entertain conversations where other people want to talk crap about other people, the more freedom you will have in your life. So don't react. Be grateful. And remember, when you do big things, you'll always have haters. You'll always have naysayers. It's inevitable. So ask yourself this. Next time someone hates on you, makes fun of you, ask yourself, how can I use haters to support my mission even more? And first understand that what we feed grows and what we starve dies. Don't react to your haters. It only feeds them. And second, realize their words are more about something unresolved within them than you. There's a saying in psychology, if you spot it, you got it. (laughs) Third, be grateful. Hate, love, critique, and praise are all acknowledgement. You're no longer ignored or unseen when you're getting attention from people, whether it's online, offline, whatever. You've now made it to the spotlight. You're doing something right. This is where the magic happens. Are you getting hate even though you're doing good work? I would then congratulate you because you've made it to the next level. And V, the one that sent in this question for this episode, she's building something of her own while working a full-time job, while having a family. She's living life differently. She's developing herself. I know this to be true. And I would say to her, good job, because you're growing and other people are noticing. So I hope this helps you. I hope you have a little bit more insight on how I handled haters, how I handled it in the beginning, how I reframe them to really help me become even better at what I do. And this is just a part of the deal when you live your life out loud. But if you put out great stuff and you have intention to serve, to love people, you are literally going to get less and less and less and less and less and less and less less hate because you're not entertaining the haters. You are helping the people that want to be helped. So just know it's normal. It comes with the territory. And my wish for you is that you do not try to please every single person out there because you will never win doing that. I'm so grateful you've listened all the way through as that right there, my friend, says a lot about your commitment to your personal empowerment. If you truly found value in this podcast, then screenshot this podcast right now, put it on your Instagram stories and tag me at it's Emily, as I'd love to see you taking that step to empower others. Remember to also go leave a comment on what your biggest takeaway was from this episode on my most recent post on Instagram. Within two hours of this podcast dropping, we always pick two random winners every Sunday and gift each winner a $50 Amazon gift card. Lastly, it means the world if you take just 10 seconds to share the same takeaway in the review section on iTunes as it really helps amplify this podcast to more people. Remember to always spread light, spread love, and pay it forward, my friends. I believe in you. Thank you.